0: Hey everybody, my name is Austin. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Colton. And we're three close friends who have a desire to share our lives, experiences, and our pursuit of Christ all from a biblical perspective.
1: You're listening to the Exiles Podcast.
0: Let's talk about it.
1: Well, this week we have an announcement to make. Bum, bum, bum. Wait for it. <laughs>
2: the one. The only. Golden Guys, what a Ooh. privilege it is to <laughs> be known. <laughs> same sentence as Darth Vader. Oh, wow. wow. Man, you guys are such good friends. I love it. You have all the breathing <laughs> and none of the intimidation. Yeah. Most of the time, I tell people I'll breathe for them if they're no, having trouble.
0: No one quotes Darth Vader. Darth Vader. Darth Vader. <laughs> Darth Vader. Darth Vader. That's the redneck Darth That's the cars version of Darth <laughs> Vader. <laughs> Darth Vader. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh man, that was the
2: funniest thing you guys have ever
0: done, literally. No, nothing's beating no, nothing's beaten that Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> that Jimi Hendrix.
1: I've got story. some more stories up my sleeves for other days. Oh good, well maybe don't you can use you one of them today. Worry. I think the next story I'll tell is about me, Sally, and a beaver.
0: You gotta explain. Who oh wait, wait. <laughs> wait a second. We're just gonna pause. <laughs> no,
2: <laughs> pause. We can't. No, we can't.
1: I, I'm not gonna tell the story because it's a long story. But Sally is my buddy Brian. I've called him Sally for many years. So the the story's about me, me, Brian, and, and a beaver. And we'll leave it at that. <laughs> I'm just going to wet your whistle. <laughs> All
0: right. I, I, just, I think we I should. Gotta, move we got to figure out an story. actual beaver. What are we going to talk about that brings up this beaver story? I know. God um, and hunting. Is that really the topic right now? No.
2: Oh. But are <laughs> oh, you yeah. talking about the future? <laughs> yeah, the
0: future okay. while we talk about the beaver. <laughs>
2: All right. Well, okay. <laughs> I guess one day you guys
0: will hear about Jonathan, <laughs> Sally, and a beaver. <laughs> but we'll that, like that, that will not be today. We we'll need to have a special segment for for Jonathan, like Jonathan's special stories. That's right. Story time with Jonathan. Story right. time with Jonathan. Oh, know actually we can coincide it for when his kids here. So
2: we'll uh-huh. we'll bring John Anders in.
0: You just hear him scream in the background. <laughs>
1: He's screaming. At
0: John he can
2: Jackson. actually
1: play the part of the beaver. <laughs>
2: I can't even. Well, it's good to be back, fellow podcasters. How, how was um? How was Fort Worth? How was, was Mike? It was good, man. Seeing my family, they were good. Actually, Mike. Mentioned both you guys by name and said he really misses
0: playing video games with with you guys.
2: Yeah, he says he misses you.
0: I always liked playing with Mike because I knew I wasn't the worst one on the team. I was actually about to say Mike probably
1: really enjoyed when you played because... (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what I was thinking.
0: See, here's the thing with me and Mike. At least there was a competition between who was worse. We were terrible, but there were nights when we played Call of Duty. There was nights where... Like we would just go off, and it would just be like, "What is happening? What has happened to this guy?" Mm. Anyways, yeah. Well,
2: just for our listeners out there, Mike is my brother-in-law on uh, Lydia's side. So, would you count that as a vacation? No, I don't count these guys. Anytime I go out of town, they're like, "Man, here, here's Colton taking another vacation." When that just isn't the case. So, you take a you take a six hour car ride with a, a four year old and tell me if that's a vacation
0: or not. <laughs> it's a it's a time of rest, right? Well, uh, I guess you're right. Just it was you know, on a Sunday. Colton taking a nap. To, up, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wake up when we get there. Do you just tell your wife to take a nap sometimes? Uh, no, I don't have to. She just. She just puts air, earbuds in on a long trip and listens to music, and I listen to pod. I mm. <clears throat> oh, ran out of breath. <laughs> I listen to podcast.
2: <laughs> I ran out of breath.
0: Yeah, I got so excited. I I, I, pl- I plump got to breathe.
2: Plum forgot to breathe. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, <forgotten> to breathe. <laughs> There's Darth Vader coming back. <clears throat> All, All right.
0: right. Yeah, All, All right. right. So this, this, this week,
1: move. for real, jokes aside, this yeah. week yeah. we're doing it completely blind.
0: Okay, we did it completely blind last week. No,
1: we kind of like, we knew the topic. You guys don't know the topic. Colton and I don't even know what we're about to talk about. No. Uh, isn't this idea.
0: fun? Isn't this fun? Should be
1: fun. Now awesome. we know what it's like to see the world through your eyes, because you're always partially <laughs> you blind. Because you
0: just never know what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> no, because your eyes are always kind of partially yeah, kind like, of so you can't really see things. <laughs> so, Peck, Peck today at work was like, do you ever get hurt feelings when people talk about your Asian life? And I was like, I, I mean, no, I've dealt with it my whole life. You just got to learn to deal with it. He's like, okay, cool, because I'm going to pick on you about your... <laughs> no, you. just said, I just wanted to make sure, because I've got a half a dozen jokes I've been sitting on. <laughs> yep. Okay, here it is, boys, the topic of the day. I have a question for you and for you. Here it is. How do you fight to find a light in the Word of God? in your walk with Christ. Say it again. How do you fight to find delight in the Word of God? I thought you said find a light. You said delight. Delight. So I let me let me preface while y'all are thinking about that, this is why I asked the question. I feel like I'm coming out of a season where I had lost my delight in the Word and was just kind of reading the Word to read the Word. You know, because that's what good Christians do but I wasn't actually delighting in the commands of the Lord and then you read Psalm 119 and you know every other sentence is talking about how much he is just overjoyed over the word that he delights in the words you read passages like Jeremiah fifteen sixteen, where Jeremiah says I saw your word and I ate it you know mm-hmm. so there's just this this hunger <laughs> and desire and delight to be overcome by the word and so I was just wondering, you know, what, like when you get in that season where the word is just not that enjoyable, how do you fight to find joy in the word again?
2: Jonathan, you want to take it first? Yeah, i okay. That's All Colton's
0: way of saying, I have no
2: clue. I've got, no, I mean, I've got an answer. I can, I can go. Ahead I
1: think, I think the nuance there is, I think you hit on something. You said you're reading the word in that season because that's what Christians do, they read the word. I think when you see the psalmist, the psalmist talks about delighting in the presence, like in your presence is fullness of joy, right? Mm-hmm. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. And so I think there is a way, and I, and I think it's that thing, right? It's like, this is what good Christians do, so you better do it, or you're not being a good Christian. But there's very much a way to read the Bible and not pursue Christ, right? Like you're like checking this tick, like doing this thing, or, or maybe... Well, there's a there's a couple of different things there, right? Sometimes you are pursuing Christ and you're when you're reading the Word, and that's a dry spell. That's a whole different thing. But I think for me personally, I can't speak to your season that you just came out of. But I think for me personally, there've been times in my life where
0: I would say I'm still in it. I mean, like I'm I'm fighting. There are days where I just read to read, and there are other days where it's like, man, this is so rich, so beautiful. But I want to find it. I'm wanting, wanting to get to a season where when I just open the Word, like, I just want the Word. I think, uh,
1: I think for me, when I've experienced those things, I was just kind of doing that because I felt like I had to do it. But I wasn't necessarily pursuing Christ or there was something else maybe there was some sin that I hadn't repented of or there was something that I was going was going on or there was something that was distracting me that was taking my attention. And like I was doing the thing but wasn't necessarily pursuing Christ wholeheartedly. Or maybe I thought I was but there was still something kind of holding me up. But like, and there's, that's, that's so complicated. That's so nuanced, right? Because like, I don't know if anybody, maybe somebody has, but I don't think anybody has ever read the census and numbers and been like, man.
2: I'm so encouraged
1: by that. Oh man, Leviticus is twenty-seven tough. donkeys and forty-seven thousand cattle and fifteen thousand sheep. You know, so like if you're like on a reading plan and like you're reading through that or you're reading through Leviticus, like not to say that Christ isn't in the whole Bible because He absolutely is. But there's some that's just a little bit more laborious than others, for
0: sure. <clears throat> I think I think what got me. So I, I I feel like I've been like growing in my joy for the Word and. We were in these membership classes and then Dustin said this and it wrecked me because then it was like, yeah, like mentally, I would say even emotionally, like the word has, I guess, recaptured my heart and, you know, made me want to be in it more and more day after day. And then he says, claiming to believe, we're talking about the sufficiency of scripture and he says, claiming to believe in the inspiration of scripture, but not practicing life in the sufficiency of scripture is just lip service. And then I had to re-examine that question, what does it mean to delight in the Word? And so I had to look and see, am I, am I trusting in the sufficiency of the Scripture through my application of the Scriptures? And then it just took it to a whole new level. As the psalmist's delight in the Word is that he is doing the Word. He's not just a hearer of the Word. He's a doer of the Word, too. Yeah, I think, um, Austin, I, and I don't know if yours comes out of the
2: same way, but I think since I've actually been in Jackson... Um, there's been a difficulty for me to find consistency in the Word like I did as a youth minister. And that's something I've I've had to recognize. At the end of last year, I recognized hard how it was affecting not only me, but my family and and so many different areas of my life. And so one of the things I kind of had to get to is, and I'm still getting to it, is kind of identifying what is it that the Lord would have for His children. So I think we would all see, if we look at like Romans 8, uh, we see that we have been adopted as heirs in Christ uh, to the Father. And because of that, um, we, we are going to receive an inheritance for all eternity. And I think, there's an, I think there's an aspect that while we're here on this earth, we don't think that, and this is, this is me, I'm just I'm throwing out here, I've, I've started to see this, that we don't recognize or we don't think there are times where we don't think that the Lord wants to bless his children. And I think, I really take from Psalms one of this, right? Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is on the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. But then it goes on and it says, he is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its seasons. I think for me as a follower was really of Christ... Impressive. I know it, man. That's one I, of my.
0: <laughs> I'll I look down to see if you're reading that. that no,
2: is... I, that's, that's one that I've, I've committed to heart. But, okay. um, but and part of the reason I've committed it to heart is because I truly believe that the Lord today sees his children. And uh, not only do we have an inheritance for the future, but we have a blessing today um, that when we delight in his word, he blesses his children. Now, uh, what does blessing mean? I, I think we could spend a whole podcast on that. But for me, as a father and as a husband, I think that when I delight in the law of the Lord, I believe that the Lord blesses my relationship with my spouse. I think that he blesses my relationship with my children. I think that he blesses my relationship with my neighbor and the people around me and the people that I do business with and and my friends and my church and all these things. And I think that's where we have to get to is the Lord, he wants to bless and he wants to, he wants his children to delight in him. So that why? So that people may see the excellencies of Him, right? Like that's why we wanna know Christ. We wanna delight in Christ so that He can bless His children, so that people can look upon them and go, hey, what's going on here? Whether it's in a good season or in a bad season, uh, we can say we're blessed, right? I've either lost everything or I've gained everything. I'm still blessed because of the Lord. and I think it's important for us to recognize.
0: I think there's something interesting in that Psalm one passage that you mentioned is that it, we're like a those who delight in the law of the Lord, we're like a tree that's planted firmly by a spring. You know, you think about it when we're being tossed to and fro in this life and we're not in the word. that's no fun in that, you know true. but a to 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 be firmly planted in the Word when these things come you're able to remain steadfast and i think that that in itself brings greater joy and i think that's how the lord blesses you right the, the blessing sure. is is that now you're i'm going to dig these roots deep by the spring of living water
2: and it also says in that same passage in all that he does he prospers right in all that he does he prospers that doesn't mean just monetarily i don't even think that you know could mean necessarily monetarily prospering but it means that Man, when I when I go out or I wake up on a Saturday and know that I've got to build a deck like these guys are like Jonathan has done or Austin's planning on doing at his home, um, they prosper in that, right? They prosper in their patience. They prosper in their desire to gift that to their their loved ones to have that as a place where where people can come and cherish the time that is that they eat a meal and they share a laugh or they talk about the Lord's goodness. Like mm-hmm. I think that's where we have to recognize that when I'm delighting in the law of the Lord, I'm, I'm learning to love him more and I'm learning to love others more because of his law, right? The more I learn about God, the more I learn about what he has or the love that he has for all people. And that's how I in turn, uh, turn to my neighbors and love mm-hmm. them in these ways. So, uh, that's, that's what I really kind of hold on to. And that's the one thing that I'm trying to actually be honest with you guys is get back to in a deep way since I've been in Jackson. It's just been kind of hard and I've been, um, to be quite honest with you guys, I've been lazy in that because it was easy as a youth minister to always be in the Word of God. And it's not easy to do that, quote
0: unquote, uh, when you're when you're not uh, working, quote unquote, for a church. Yeah, so I would say mine has been the opposite experience for me being in Jackson. It's actually been easier for me to be in the Word in the sense of Finding true delight in the Word, I had gotten into such a rhythm. Well, one, I think I began to see Bible study as homework when I was in seminary. For sure. And then um, I also, I also began to see, um, I began to see sermon prep as my time of studying. And so I'm not, I'm not taking this in for myself to be to find a light in the Lord, to find joy in the Lord, but I'm, I'm, I'm instead taking it in to give it away and not actually finding any delight or any pleasure in it myself. It wasn't as precious as silver and gold. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things when we moved to Jackson is, I said, I'm going to wake up early and I'm going to spend at minimum 30 minutes with the Lord in His Word if, as long as time allows. You know, if I, some, some mornings I don't have 30 minutes, but I'm going to spend that time and... I think the the biggest thing for me that's been helpful for finding delight in the word is i have knocked at the door uh in prayer and just begged the lord to change my heart uh, i desperately begged the lord to change my heart until it happens and so and i have just found that to be so true in so many trials and so many seasons of drought I just ask myself the question, have you begged the Lord lately? Like, have you just gone before Him and, and just been honest and, about where you're at and, and begged Him for the mercies you need to, to find delight or to find joy in this season? I don't know if Jonathan has anything to add, but uh, I know that even in that, I've always had to be
2: very careful because there have been seasons where I have, and I'm still over several things, begging for the Lord to, to do certain things that have, have not come to fruition. Right. And um, I think that's where I have to be very careful because in those seasons where I'm begging the Lord to do X, Y, and Z, um, it can, it can almost be easy to then go, why do I keep delighting in this that is not coming to fruition? And so I've always had to be careful with that, you know, so sometimes the Lord works in his time or sometimes his will is that certain things don't come to pass. And I still have to know that, you know what, my delight in the Lord uh, will not be stopped because my answer or the answer wasn't what I wanted it to be. So mm. I've, had to, I've had I know I've had to personally be careful in that season
1: to to do that.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. I think for me, I think y'all both hit on it. I think it it does come down to what does it mean to delight in the law of the Lord and i don't think the psalmist means that he just like enjoyed reading that stuff mm-hmm. or like enjoyed memorizing laws like and, and the bible doesn't even speak to things like that it's really but it's easy to come to it like that right it's easy to come to that passage and be like man this dude just loved reading the bible
0: yeah i need to love it
1: too right just reading the bible mm-hmm. just to read it but like the bible doesn't even talk about mm-hmm. itself just like arbitrarily like t- with no point like there's always a, an end goal and the end goal is christ likeness mm-hmm. yeah and it's so, like if we're not approaching our christian walk like whether it be reading the bible or prayer lives or our exorcism exorcism exercising. exercise exercise <laughs> exercise exor, of the gifts you know that the, the <laughs> lord's <laughs> <giving>. <laughs> uh you know if you know whether it be exercising the gifts that you've been given or encouraging people loving people being gracious being hostile whatever the case may be like if those things aren't Focus on Christ, like seeking to to know Christ and to be like Christ and to be as Christ unto others. Um, then you've you're not going to delight in those things. None of those things are going to be enjoyable because you're just doing them for yourself.
0: Yeah, and I think that that's where I was getting at when I was quoting that quote from Dustin about the not living out the sufficiency of Scripture. You know, if the Scriptures are sufficient. Then take what you're what you're gaining in this knowledge of your study and applying it to your life. And you see that in Jesus, that he uses the word to teach, to rebuke, but he also uses the word to encourage. I mean, I really think that if we'd be to really get a delight in the Lord, like it's encouraging to see someone else encouraged by the word, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm encouraged when other people use the word to instruct me and to be there for me. You know, I think that that's one thing is look at the one another's, you know, when you look at the one another's in Scripture, which we really need to do a podcast episode on that, the one another's, because that's the second week we've mentioned them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it sure is. But you know, I, I think the word is heavily present there to be of like like minded, and what the word It'd be encouraging, and what the word you know, and so you. I think that that's you. You can tell if you have delight in the in the word by are you using the word to encourage and love your neighbor
1: yeah and, and to I, pursue
0: christ i, I mean obviously <clears throat> to be formed in christ likeness
1: too I, mean, I'm... I think pursuing christ enc- encapsulates that like yeah, in, sure. in sanctification in holiness and like in the exercisation of those christ like things right mm-hmm. um it's it's kind of a holistic seeking to be like christ both in our hearts and in our practice
2: yeah and i mean even on the i would just say to To maybe caution you out there as well. Psalm one speaks to this. Even past the tree, you know, he uh, he is planted like a tree, you know, next to streams. It then says that the wicked are not so, but are like chafe, that the wind drives away. Um, so maybe I would even encourage you to think through this. If you're struggling to consistently ever find time to delight in God's word, not for the purpose of reading the scripture, but to look more like Jesus, as we're talking about then maybe you've got something in your own heart that you need to work through because the wicked, they don't care to look like Jesus. So uh, I go back to my, I go back to the beginning of that Psalm. I don't want to be blessed for blessing's sake. I don't want to be blessed just because it sounds good to be blessed, right? If you were to ask anyone on the street, atheist or Christian alike, uh, and you said, would you rather be blessed or not blessed? They're going to say blessed. Mm -hmm. So the blessing is not that we just get things or that things go our way or whatever like, you know, whatever that is, it's that as we look like Jesus, I think the Lord shows favor in those ways, right? He shows favor to those who seek Him for the desire to look like Him, to be like Him, to serve like
0: Him, to love like Him, and so on and so forth. I think one of the most profound things I believe I've seen when it comes to my own personal study of Scripture, and this is something that someone taught me, is that they asked the question, there's... Does God come is he over the law is he above the law or like is he above the law is he over the law or is he come below the law as in does he submit to the law right and he just said I don't think that either of those are right to it, it, the law of God is a reflection of his of his character that as you see the law it's supposed to emulate who God is he is he is these things right and, and he, he completely obeys these things because that's just who he is. So the law is a reflection of the very standard and the very character of God. And so as you read through the Word, this gets back to Christ-likeness, seeking Christ-likeness in the Word. See the Word as a reflection of the very character of God. It's, it's a story of telling us who God is and how we relate to this almighty, holy being. For
2: sure. For sure. Anything else? No. (laughs) No? Austin, anything else for you?
0: No, I wish I had the Darth Vader exit song. This closing, but that one. Oh, I'll save
2: that for another time. You guys are too good. All right. Well, that's going to wrap things up for us. Be sure to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at The Exiles Pod, as well as private message us any question you may want answered. You can also contact us with your questions by emailing us at TheExilesPod at gmail.com. We have a new podcast every Tuesday. But before you exit off, be sure to leave a review, share this episode with your friends, give us a like, and until next time, peace. See
0: you. All right.